Hello and welcome to episode 22 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and the history around them. My name is Matt and with me, the Yardbirds of El Vanilo, Adam and Grace. Nice. Hello. Nice to see you both. How are you? Adam, how are you? All good. Very, very good. Good very stuff. Good. And Grace? Wonderful. Amazing. What's the highlights of our week? What have we been up to? Anything exciting um, happened? Two highlights for me. Yep. Um, one was the delicious Taco Bell that I've just eaten <laughs> before coming here. Nice. Ooh. Taco Bell is the one. Wow. The best uh, fast food place, I think, to ever exist. That's bold. Uh, it is bold and it's correct. So. <laughs> I'll fight anyone. Second is all the wonderful transfer rumours that Messi wants to come to Man City and we can make it happen. I know it's a bit boring, but for me... That is very boring. Wow. (laughs) Don't be boring, Adam. Don't Don't be boring. When it comes to Lionel Messi, I'll be boring because that man is brilliant. Fair enough. You know what I mean? He's not going to come to Man United, is he? He's not. But that's okay. But that's okay. There you go. Right? Football chat. Done. 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 We don't need bin. to talk about it. You can, it can get in the bin now, that's fine. <laughs> I'd rather you talked about the Beatles. Wow. <laughs> oh, great. We'll go for that then. Grace, what have you been up to this week? I'm doing a lot of reading. Nice. A lot of theology spinning around my head oh, right wow. now. Brilliant. Big words that I nod along to and pretend Big I know words. what they mean. Brilliant. That's my life. What's, that's the, uh, what's the biggest word you've heard? Um, there are words I can't even pronounce when oh. I'm reading them. I just gloss over them like, yeah. yeah. Ajo dabba mm-hmm. Ism. Okay. It's always an ism. It's always an ism. Wait till you get to the Greek studies, then you'll be like, (laughs) when are they going to say kebab, Pete? (laughs) A lamb kofta, Pete. (laughs) How's your week been? It's been okay, yeah. It's been a busy week in work. So that's been interesting and not bad, but just like getting back into things after a holiday. The highlight of my week was last night I sat down to watch a film Mm -hmm. and we watched Nowhere Boy. Oh, come on. <laughs> is it, was, it good? It was very good, yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what's not good. Um, the fellow who plays John Lennon's Scouse accent and that is is not great. Oh, I think it's all right. Do you think? It's, it doesn't sound like John, but I mean... It's... Uh, me, me. He's just a bit, yeah. But it is good. That's a good man. impression. Thank you. <laughs> it, it you should have done it, Adam. I wish. Oh. <laughs> and after we talked about John last week, mm. it kind of put some things into context. You know... He wasn't a good guy, but he had a difficult upbringing and he had a very Mm. difficult relationship with a lot of the people that he, Mm. you know, were were bringing him up. So, do you know when I was in the museum, Mm -hmm. you know, that museum, I learned that which one of their songs, she loves you. She loves you. She loves you. And they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, his dad got angry at that and was like, why are you being American? We yeah. say yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so Paul's dad was like, yeah, I'd rather you. Yeah. Was it Paul's What's dad? with all these yeah. Americanisms? Yeah. yeah. Love that though. Imagine if they would have gone, oh, you know what, dad? You're right. She loves you. Yes, yes, That's yes. probably dad behavior there, isn't it? Like, is. stop that. We say yes. <laughs> you children. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then that took me on a bit of a rabbit hole yes. where there are interviews with his aunt Mimi yeah. on YouTube where she says that he used to ring every week, no matter where he was in the world, he would get in contact with her talk about just normal life with her do all this stuff and so there was that normal guy in there somewhere was that and paul the, no that was john oh. yeah so he was someone that could treat certain women <laughs> you know, <very> well. <laughs> I but think there was yeah. a part of him that you know he's a complicated character i think if he did try to hit his aunt mimi i think his aunt mimi would have 
would have clobbered him around the eye. I don't think she was a woman. I think she would have decked him. I don't think she was a woman to be messed with. No. Well, he was trying to get her to move to New York and she wouldn't move. So. Fair play. And well. he bought her a place on the South Coast. Yeah. Cute, like. Fair enough. Like, somewhere close to the beach. Yeah, yeah, right on the right beach. On the beach. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen that interview. Um, it's cute. Yeah. It's cute. To be honest, I, I felt a bit bad because I thought it was an interview with Ken Dodd and it was actually <laughs> <laughs> with his Amy. <laughs> and she looks a bit. <laughs> It's the hair, man. It's the hair. Did she also have two feather dusters? Well, I thought Ken Dodd was doing the interview. I was like, but this is a cute thing, isn't it? Like another scouser doing. <laughs> Look it up, guys. Ken Dodd. Whoever thinks about Ken Dodd. Well, I just saw it. I thought, oh, Ken Dodd. Oh, Ken Dodd. <laughs> but anyway. Did he? No, Doddy. <laughs> but there you go. And you know what? It's got to be said, you know. I listened back to last week's episode. Yeah. And Grace, mm. you got a lot of stick in that episode. I absolutely did. Is this going to be a public apology? It's not an apology. <laughs> it's just an... Will you publicly apologise to John Winston Lennon? Oh, I think John had a lot of people to publicly apologise to that he didn't. Hey. Oh, yeah, but then he has a lot of people that, you know... He I mean, when he died, people weren't going, John, I can't believe all you did. They were going, John. Thank you for all you did. Thank you for the music. Wow. That's what that ABBA song's about. All wow. you need is love. Who does that come from? You know? <laughs> all we are saying is give peace a chance. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it, Grace? Why wouldn't you give peace a chance? No. <laughs> but anyway, should we go back to the bit where you yeah. gave me stick? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't planning on, like, giving you more stick. I just... I was. You know? <laughs> what a good sport, eh? Such a good sport. I just take it on the chin, guys. Come do on. You- <laughs> If you do say so yourself. (laughs) What a martyr. (laughs) Amazing. So this week we are talking about Led Zeppelin 2, which is very exciting. And we have already done the year 1969 when we looked at Dusty in Memphis and when we did Adam's favourite album, Tommy by The Who. Pile of crap. (laughs) And before we go any further, right, mm. I will say this. Go, on. go listen to Tommy, then go listen to this album. Yeah. That's, there's issues here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Poles apart. Poles apart. Oh, right. Like, absolute poles. I'm, gonna, I'm glad you said that. So, we are going to not talk about 1969 too much, but we are going to have a bit of a biography, a Led Zeppelin biography from Adam. Yeah. Sam, we'll start with a little bit of band member background. Mm-hmm. So, Robert Plant the singer, uh, grew up in the Midlands of England and American blues was his everything. They lived and breathed it. Growing up in the Midlands, I can imagine, is very boring because it's not Liverpool. <laughs> so, apologies to anyone born in the Midlands. <laughs> but it is what it's it is. It's got more canals than Venice. The Midlands? Birmingham does, yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, that's a good uh, yeah. Midlands fact. I thought that. you'd know that. No, no. I, my mind goes blank when I go past uh, Stoke, really. So Wow. Uh, yeah. So... He formed a group with his friend, John Bonham, who had been playing drums since he was five. So you've got the vocalist, uh, Robert Plant, uh, meeting up with his friend, John Bonham, who played the drums, and they uh, started a band. If we start at five, this is going to be a long bio. Don't you worry. No, this is is going to be one of the quick ones. Uh, On the other spectrum, Jimmy Page was one of the top guitarists in London's recording session scene. And that was where he met John Paul Jones, the bassist for uh, Led Zeppelin, who was well-known. And actually, you mentioned uh, Dusty Springfield just before ties in because it was Dusty Springfield who convinced the head of Atlantic Records to sign Led Zeppelin um, without even Mm -hmm. seeing them. 
just on Dusty's uh, recommendation. It's about well, who you know, isn't it? It's about who you know. Yeah, she's a hero, though. She is a hero. No, I bet she gets no credit for that at all. I don't think she does. No credit at all. Mm. No one ever. Um, but she should. She should get credit for it. And um, yeah, and because she knew John Paul Jones, because he was obviously a session bassist. Um, so Jimmy Page's band that he had uh, was breaking up. And so he had, he and uh, John Paul Jones, they form a band. He asked them to form a band and they were looking around for a lead singer and they come across a young Robert Plant and John Bonham joins them. And so Led Zeppelin were born. So you've got 1968. This is where they come together to form this band. Um, originally, they were called the New Yardbirds. So uh, Jimmy Page was in a band called the Yardbirds with a few different members. Jeff Beck was in it. Um, a few different people. Clapton was in it. Clapton was in it. My Microsoft. Clapton was in it. Made it sound like I knew that <laughs> Clapton was in it. Um, yeah, a bunch of bunch of famous people kind of came in and out. Clapton got around. Clapton got about. Um, wow. Yeah. But He's probably I, played. I would on too like, if I was that good though. Too. Yeah. He might have played on a fifth of the things that we've looked at. Ooh. <laughs> you just plucked that statistic out of your head. Well, I like <laughs> it. That was I was in the ass. That's what it was. <laughs> I don't think it's but, shame, um, but. but yeah, Clapton, Clapton was everywhere in the late 60s. Um, but yeah, so um, they originally built the New Yardbirds, but they changed their name and signed a deal with Atlantic Records. Like I said, sight unseen. They bought them. They're like, yeah, we want, we want Led Zeppelin because Dusty Springfield says they're boss. Great. Wonderful. Mm. So their first album was released in America first in January of 1968. And then they released it in the UK in March of the same year. Um, and that was quite a trend with uh, with Led Zeppelin's records. They released primarily in the US first and they never released a single in the UK. Mm. They were traitors. all US singles. So, yeah. Absolute traitors. They just decided that was the way to go. They also had quite a unique deal with Atlantic where they had a lot of control over what they were allowed to do, um, which was quite unprecedented at the time. The label were like, you do it, we'll back it, it'll be great. So they did. Um, according to music critic Steve Aylwine, great name, the album's memorable guitar riffs, lumbering rhythms, psychedelic blues, groovy bluesy shuffles and hints of English folk music made it a significant turning point in the evolution of hard rock and heavy metal. So Led Zeppelin had arrived with just mm-hmm. their first album, which I listened to. Great album, by the way. Great album. Good on vinyl. Um, after that, they released album after album going into the 70s and they followed that up with uh, round-the-world tours that were explosive with intense, gritty guitar chords, insane drum solos, massive bass riff, bass riffs, can't say that, and Robert Plant's amazing seductive vocals. Ooh, seductive? Were, oh, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm saying it. When you watch the Led Zeppelin group, I was going to call them the Beatles, I don't know why. When you watch Led Zeppelin play live, they are, are you amazing. I think Robert Plant's vocal. Seductive. Yep. That, that's the word. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. And other people have said it too. <laughs> didn't so. know you liked people screaming in your ear when you... Uh, mate, he does more than scream. There you are. <laughs> okay. Um, Sam. Um, yeah. They also uh, used lasers, professional light shows, mirror balls. Like, they put on productions. Mm. It wasn't just your normal, like, rock and roll show. They were... They were going hard. Nice. Um, they began traveling in a private jetliner. They rented out entire hotels and they became the central figures in legendary stories of debauchery and riotous behavior. There's one story apparently of John Bonham, the drummer, uh, riding through a, a hotel on the back of a motorcycle. Just 
Why not? Because he could. Probably drunk, probably a little bit high. Who knows? Um, the 70s really was Led Zeppelin's peak. They were they were riding high through the 70s, doing mad stuff. However, at the end of the decade, tragedy struck as John Bonham was found dead after choking on his vomit in the night. And he was just 32. So the kind of linchpin of the group, John Bonham, the drummer, um, has passed away. He'd been living that rock and roll lifestyle really hard, taking drugs for his anxiety, uh, mixing that with heavy drinking. Uh, the day that he was, or the morning of his death, um, he had drank four quadruple vodkas with his breakfast. So he was on the road wow. with a with a manager and assistant, and he was like, let's go get some breakfast. Had a, a bacon sandwich or ham sandwich, took one bite of the ham sandwich, drank four quadruple vodkas and went, that's breakfast. And he continued drinking throughout that day, uh, so much so that uh, the rehearsals that they were doing had to be stopped. Um, they found him the next morning. Obviously, they put him to bed and put him on his side, but that wasn't enough, and he, he choked in the night. Uh, after the death of John Bonham, uh, Led Zeppelin broke up. Their statement read, We wish it to be known that the loss of our dear friend and the deep sense of undivided harmony felt by ourselves and our man manager have led us to decide that we could not continue as we were. And it was simply signed Led Zeppelin. So they, they were like, That's we can't crazy. do this. Crazy. They had such a high peak. They were probably going to go on to do so many more albums, tours, but they felt like without John Bonham, there was no point in carrying on. They had a few... Or there was thoughts of a few replacements for him, a few different drummers. Um, but they were like, no, don't want any of them. There's no point. And also, they, I think there was a bit of infighting as well. Yeah. So they all kind of went their the separate ways. Robert Plant went on to confine, confine, no, continue a solo career, uh, making music from different genres around the world, from the sounds of Marrakesh to the bluegrass of Tennessee. John Paul Jones took his talents behind the music, producing and scoring because John Paul Jones could play anything he wasn't just a bassist he played all sorts of things on their records from organs to mandolins to theremins to everything and um, so he started scoring and producing music and Jimmy Page created a few other bands and played on a few other people's things he was still very much one of the top guitarists um, in the world uh, they reunited a few different times. It didn't go well for them. So they reunited in 88 for uh, Atlantic Records, like 40th anniversary. And it was a really terrible show. Uh, I think Phil Collins played drums for them at one point. Yeah, Phil Collins somehow popped up. Don't know how. Um, but it didn't go well. They had another show where just before it, Robert Plant um, and Jimmy Page had an argument about whether they should play Stairway to Heaven. And that show didn't go well. And they had a few few bad times but they did have a few good uh, reunited gigs uh, where they played with Jason Bonham uh, who was John Bonham's son so that's quite nice um, and yeah so it's kind of the, the life and times very quickly of, uh, of Led Zeppelin they had some amazing albums um, and they were a band like no other they shook the world of rock and those vibrations can be felt today oh, amazing Line. So at this point, when we're looking at them in 1969, they've this is their first year. Mm. They've released two albums in the same year, and they are nowhere near their peak, really, mm. but still bringing out albums that are defining what's going to be the next generation or yeah. the next era, really. And as we said, notable albums that came out the same year, uh, Tommy with The Who, <laughs> Space Odyssey by David Bowie, uh, Led Zeppelin 1 and 2 
Abbey Road by the Beatles, mm. big album. So that was the end, virtually the end of the Beatles journey, yeah. wasn't it? And while Led Zeppelin again started, and they kind of, it kind of felt like they took the mantle from the Beatles yes. and carried that on. Um, Joni Mitchell had Clouds Out, Dusty in Memphis had um, an album out, which or Dusty in Memphis was the album mm. by Dusty Springfield, mm-hmm. um, and so a big. A big year for music, big really. Year. Uh, but Led Zeppelin aren't shying away from that and they don't fall behind anybody in this year. And it's their first year, uh, albeit not all of the members, um, you know, they've had success already. Yeah. Uh, it's not their first time doing things like this. Mm. So, yeah, so it's a big year. It's a big album that we're about to look, to look at. Mm. Uh, before we do that, why don't we take a break? Let me take a break. Amazing. So Led Zeppelin 2, the second album by Led Zeppelin, we've already talked about that, released in October in the States. Um, uh, well, it was like the 22nd of October in the States and then it was the 31st of October in the UK by Atlantic Records. Mm. Um, let's talk about the album. So uh, this was produced by Eddie... Well, it was produced by Jimmy Page. Yeah. The engineer on the um, album was Eddie Kramer, who we've already listened to his work when we looked at Jimmy um, Hendrix. Right. So he did his album, which is amazing mm. and very experimental. And so here we are. We're kind of delving, delving into the deeper... Um, you know, every Led Zeppelin album sounds more like them. Yeah. I, I don't know that much about them. You know more than me. So, um, But they like... they. They produce more of their own music. Mm. They do all more of their own stuff, different things like that. And so, so yeah. So here we are with them. Um, what did you think, Adam? Tell us about the album. Tell us about Guys. it. So my opening line in my notes, I've written it basically like Gordon Ramsay. Wow, <laughs> you know Gordon Ramsay. Like, okay. <laughs> wow, 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 big boy. What an album. Wow, big boy. Wow, what an album. <laughs> No, but what what an album. So this was one of the first Led Zeppelin albums that I ever listened to. In fact, this was the first Led Zeppelin album I ever listened to back in like 2012, 2013. And, uh, and I had just come from, from the Beatles, like my Beatles obsession. I kind of dipped a little bit, still love them, but it dipped. And I guess I was looking for something new and I, I must have watched the video. I think I watched a video of the Led Zeppelin. You make it sound like a proper like, testament. <laughs> just, was, oh, I've got it. I come out of my Beatles phase, man. I was looking at, and I was looking for something new. I was searching. You know, like on a rainy Tuesday morning. I was searching. I'd been left in the gutter. I'd had, eno- I'd had enough of feeling, I'd had enough of straight poppy rock and roll. I wanted something deeper. There was a void that was needed a void. to be filled. I'd listened to a bit of Jimi Hendrix and that was that was good, but I just wanted something a bit heavier. And then I'm, I think I watched a video uh, of Led Zeppelin being honoured at the Kennedy Awards and uh, whew, blew me away. And then <laughs> blew me away. And so I listened, I picked this album randomly because I wanted to listen to Stairway to Heaven. I thought it was on this album and it wasn't. But uh, what a beautiful mistake I made because Led Zeppelin <laughs> too. So this album, in my opinion, is just brilliant. And I just think it's incredible. And it's cemented for me because I'd never heard John Bonham drum before. But this album cemented to me that John Bonham is perhaps one of the best drummers to have ever lived. Um, and this album is a showcase of that incredible fills incredible groove incredible feel John Bonham if you listen to some people talk about him it's not what he plays it's how he plays it how he hit the Mm. drums man's a powerhouse and you can hear it a little bit maybe not so much on this album but on other albums as well 
Um, so yeah, this album, it's a killer. Everything on it's great. Guitar tone and guitar riffs are incredible. The bass, which I never thought Led Zeppelin were a, a band that had amazing bass riffs in them, but the, John Paul Jones plays some incredible bass lines mm-hmm. on it that are just amazing. Um, Robert Plant's vocal, gorgeous. I almost fell in love with him a little bit. Was it seductive? It is, though. I feel like it's... (laughs) Not when he's screaming. Okay, when he's screaming, it's like... When is he screaming, though? I don't remember this. Oh, a whole lot of love. When Um, is he screaming? It's not like like screamo music. That's screaming. But he he does, like, raw in it. He's he's passionate. See? Passionate. But when he goes... rugged. When he goes quiet (laughs) a little bit, and he's like... Like on uh, the Lemon song, where he's like... The squeeze lemons. me, baby. Squeeze me, squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. Like that is seductive, seductive lyrics. Yeah, but just, he didn't write that. He did write that. That's not their song. This the lemon is, song. This is their song. But he got he got the squeeze my lemons from something I, I can't so remember what it was. So this is one controversy with Led Zeppelin that they are well known for ripping off other people's oh, music. They've they got been in taken, a lot of trouble. They've been taken to court so many times. So um. Mm. Uh, I think the lemon song was was also known as Killing Floor, based on how um what's his name Lead Belly's song Killing Floor. Right. Um, but yeah, I love this album. A few notable yeah. songs. Um, lemon song, Heartbreaker. Um, yeah, Bring It On Home. Thank you. Say thank you. You wouldn't think Led Zeppelin could do like a love song, but they can. Beautiful. Beautiful. The guitars are great in it. Mm. I can't rave about this album enough, but I'm gonna. Shut up now, and I'm gonna let you guys talk about it. Yeah, thank you is my favorite song. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, Grace, tell us a little bit more about <laughs> what you thought of the album. I, I mean, not as hardcore as Adam. Yeah, but I loved it too. Did you? I really did. I and I didn't think I would. Yeah. I think I'd never listened to Led Zeppelin before. Great. I think I had this preconceived idea in my head that they're a bit heavy mm-hmm. you know a little bit do you oh, have yeah. a preconceived idea about every everyone ba- basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know no me i'm wrong and that's good i love it great normally um, not last week but normally <laughs> <laughs> let's move on um but yeah i loved it the first the first song for me whole lot i love mm. is my least favorite oh. it's my least which is weird because so many people love it yeah but no, it's my least favorite, but I did find a little thing about it. So, um, it was produced by Jimmy Page um, and Eddie Kramer was the engineer, like we said. Yeah. Um, and Kramer later said that in A Whole Lot of Love, where everything is going bananas, quote. Um, it's a combination of him and Jimmy flying around, turning all of the knobs. Because they were in quite a small studio, I think, uh, possibly in someone's cottage or something like that. Yeah, it was called the Hut. The Hut, yeah, in the Vancouver. Yeah. And they were just turning those knobs, just going nuts, making the sound go crazy. Yeah. And they were like, "That'll do." And it works, doesn't it? It's, it's very experimental, isn't it? Mm. To be fair, yeah, it's good. Um, but no, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. The only reason I didn't like the first one is because in the middle, when they do that weird thing, yeah, don't know what goes on there. But when he's like screaming and the drums are kind of coming in and it's, mm. he's doing those staggered little drums. Oh. Yeah. Um, is it, <laughs> I'm going to ask, is it the sound effects he's making? Like Because I've got, a, I have a pet peeve. Mm. I'm going to bring it up, right? Cool. <clears throat> I'm not into, and I hate when people do fake orgasms or mm. orgasms on like Guns N' Roses tracks. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Yeah on albums it's a pet peeve i hate it Fair. i hate those noises Fair. 
Keep it in the bedroom. Leave it off the album. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think that what? whole I think that whole section I think is meant to. Did mimic. you say an orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, did you? Say, <laughs> did you just the O I word? I did. I I do yeah. think so. I've always interpreted that bit to be a, a making love scene, like oh. a musical musical interpretation of the making love. Scene. <laughs> to be to keep a PG, I certainly wouldn't say the O word. <laughs> but but I think it's a scientific I think it is, word, guys. No, I think it is meant to replicate possibly the the feel of euphoria. I hate that. Moment health through sex. <laughs> I hate things like that. Fair. But it this is one of the songs that they got um, done for plagiarism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, they were ripping off "You Need Love" by Willie Dixon, oh. and he took them to court. Yeah. Right. They got in big trouble. How they ever got anything released, I've got no idea. Um, but and Lemon Song, they got they, it was plagiarized as well. Yeah, we were right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or reinterpretation as they called them. Yeah. That, I think the that's how they tried to get away with it. But, Ed Sheeran um, tries out a lot these days. Oh, but no, I loved it. Heartbreaker, amazing. Mostly to showcase the guitar yeah. skill, but you know, if, if you got the skill, yeah. showcase Jimmy it. Page the page solo. Page. Stunning, mm. and the fact that it was um, unaccompanied, mm. everything just stopped. Yeah, loved it. Says so time to shine. Love it. You shine. You shine. You go. Go, Jimmy Page. And then bring it home. Bring it. Guys, can we talk about that? It's good. It? Guys, I'm obsessed. And that's where I'm talking about. Oh. I got sexy vocals at the beginning. Oh, I was thinking about the drums. Oh, the drums are good as well, but <laughs> it's the little harmonica vocals for me that just. And the way it goes from like that bluesy beginning into yeah like the most sickest like rock take on the blues yeah. what yeah. is that and then it goes back to blues then oh it's like a 12 bar blues that they just kind of ramped up and just they yeah. just went off yeah and yeah, i went yeah. off and it was great i loved <laughs> it, it. Went off. I, went I went off, off. It, was it was amazing um yeah and thank you great written for it for robert's wife beautiful for his wife he's a bit of a poet robert plant I, yeah. I find yeah. There's one of their songs, correct me, which one that is literally based on on poetry. Mm. I know they wrote. They took inspiration from uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes. Um. In yeah. um, it's Ramble Up, Ramble Up. Um, yeah, which is talked, another one, another great one. I don't think other than the first one, which is a little bit iffy, not great, mm. but they ripped it off, so we can say it wasn't really theirs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. I don't think any of the others I can fault. I love them. Love it. Even love even because the controversial one, and I feel like Matt might not. Have this uh. one, but I can remember, Moby Dick. Oh. The fact that it's basically just a drum solo. I loved it. Love I've it. put on it. It's, it's my second favourite after Bring It Home. So it's my good. second favourite because those drums. Did you know there are a bit he's playing with his hands? It's bare yeah, I've hands. Seen him do that. So he used to do that in, in shows. So he used to play that song and those drum solos could sometimes go on for like 30 minutes. And he was just throw doing his sticks, bits everywhere. Throw his sticks into the crowd and he'd play with his hands until his hands were bloody. Oh, John Bonham, ladies and gentlemen. The- he's playing everything, every bit of percussion you could think of. There's cowbells in there, there's a lot. It everything. is good. Cool. Everything. Is but, it is it a good song? Um, is it a good song? It's a bit of a showpiece. But, but yeah, that's what it's for. Moby Dick is to show off on the drums. Hmm. How how many showpieces do you need on an album? Oh, all of them. Hey, if you've got great people, <laughs> yes, they need great times to show. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. See, so my issue with this album. So I, do you know what? Tell us about the album. Every person (laughs) in this band is a phenomenal player. Mm. Yeah, wonderful, Mm. brilliant. However, there isn't one like good song. The anger's rising. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) 
if there was a little three minute bop just a classic rock three minute but they're not no they're better than that Ooh, they're better, they better than they are better than that or is it is it literally rambling on no but but it's some not. of the some of the <laughs> so whole lot of love uh, yes it does like cause out where it could stop where they but, and then it goes back in when it possibly shouldn't I can I can mm. possibly agree with it. but come on a whole lot of love if you it's put great. that as a single yeah do you know, there's mm. things I loved whole lot of love loved it but three minutes in I'm like and then it cuts back in it's a clever it's clever the way it does it it's clever what they're doing but I'm just not in it, into it I'm just See, not I would have thought you'd like this nah is this kind of like a precursor though to like prog metal though do you yeah, know what I think yeah it is but I'm over that what? I'm totally over it and Lemon Song I loved it and do you know what I loved the bass tones on it mm. I'm not a big fan of um, you know the vocals I'm just not a big it's just okay. not my style well fair enough fair enough. but you know what it's, it's a good vocal range you mm. know what I mean bass playing great drumming great if anything bit too busy for me these days but you know what yeah. his kick patterns are amazing Yeah. so like it's not that he's a bad drummer it's just for me. It is not that he's a bad drummer, you're he's right. Not, yeah, he's not a bad drummer. It's not. I, I think it is a personal drummer. taste, though, because he is, it is busy. I can I can agree with that. But it's not as busy as, like, the Jimi Hendrix. Yes, that's true. That it's, it's not Mitch That Mitchell. is busy. I thought that was more tasteful. No. The Leslie speaker that you've got on there, the vibe you've got going. Yeah, but that's more experimental. Li- that's... But it's a little bit of it. This is, like, every two seconds we've got a drum solo. You know what I mean? But some of the fills, Matt. The fills. Yeah, I'm not some interested in fast fills, fills anymore. Just but they're not, not always fast. This one's actually yeah, they're not. They're tasteful. Oh. tasteful. They're beautiful. They're not. This album is not tasteful <laughs> what? at all. There's nothing tasteful about it. It's like, I'm like ramped up to eleven. The whole thing. It's not no, ta- it's not I, actually, I will say I don't think it is tasteful, it's not tasteful. But I think it. I think I don't think it should be tasteful. No, they're a rock and it's roll. Deliberate they are in up. and out of every different dynamic. Yeah, but mm, I don't yeah. think tasteful is what but they're are, going for. But are they, or are they like they're down and then they're up and then they're up <laughs> and that's it? They're up. But the fact that when they go up, they go big, and yeah. I don't think that it is tasteful. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. I don't think this album should be tasteful. I yeah. think they go on to do they're quiet. You know, they do stay away to heaven, which is mm-hmm. nice and you know really. Yeah, honestly, yeah. they no do misty mountain top. They well, do. I'll tell you that I love Led Zeppelin four. Right, so, oh, but so, one. but I remember being a teenager, and someone said, "We went to HMV. Remember those days? <laughs> those good, aren't they? <laughs> and they said, and, a few posters, <laughs> and you get like, you go in with twenty quid, yep. you can buy four albums, because yeah. there's two for ten. Brilliant, love a two for ten, dude. love it. So then that's what, how you find out about all this old music. Mm. And I bought a Queen album, nice. I bought a John Lennon album, oh. acoustic album, which oh. I've lost, which isn't oh. available anymore, which is sad. It was like amazing. Mm. Something else which I can't remember, which might have been a system of a down album, Come just on. to change it up a little bit. <laughs> and then someone said, "Buy this album, Led Zeppelin too. Mm. It's amazing. You'll love it." Blah blah blah. I bought it. I got it home. I was like, five pound wasted there. <gasps> five yeah. pound wasted. And I just don't. I just don't know why, but it's just not my vibe. It's just not my vibe at all. I can't say there's anything wrong with this. Mm. And you know what I can kind of like relate it to? And hear me out. John Mayer is an incredible guitarist. Right. So it's not the same. Right. It's completely different. I'll, I'll wait here. John Mayer is an incredible guitarist. Uh-huh. And he's got a great vocal too. And his band are amazing. They are. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just too... 
it's just not my thing. It's just too much. It's too perfect. It's too... Uh, don't know. Something about it just doesn't... You can put the best band together, which I think Led Zeppelin are. They're mm. all brilliant mm. musicians. And I'm still like... Meh. Well, I did not expect that. <laughs> there is no atmosphere. Adam sat there, there fuming. Is, there is absolutely no atmosphere in this room <laughs> anymore. Just... Just they're just incredible. They, uh, they are. But incredible. you know what? I I guess I guess it's not for everyone. But if we have to look at it culturally, mm. if we have to look at because that's what this list is for. Yeah. Not that we think about it that way, but I do think that they are just one of the most important bands to possibly have ever been, just yeah. because of of how like this is the beginning. Like so, Helter Skelter is probably the beginning of really heavy rock. Possibly yeah. metal music. Well, this kicks that to the floor, doesn't it? This is a continuation. This is a, okay. Yeah, we yeah. we've heard Helter Skelter a couple of years back, ten up to eleven. Yeah, and I am into that. And do, do you know what? I used to say, I used to think I was so smart because when people would <laughs> like, "What seventies music would you like?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't like Led Zeppelin. I like Queen instead." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when you listen to Queen, you're kind of like, "Oh, so they're in 1974." Five years after this album, but mm. they're releasing music that sounds like this. So all early Queen sounds like Led Zeppelin five five years earlier, doesn't it? Yeah. And then mm. you know Queen like change and they like do their own thing, and so yeah, I probably do prefer Queen. But you, but this is sixty nine. Yeah. This isn't seventy nine. No, no. You know what I mean? Tommy can yeah. get right in the bin. Well, that's the thing. I'm Hold so on. I'm yeah. so annoyed that that was ninety nine on our list mm. or wherever it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. 97, like, it, was, it was high 90s, I thought. I, ha- I hate that it was there. Yeah. Because it's so garbage compared to this. It does not. No cultural impact, in my opinion. Well, you got mods and stuff, haven't you, though? So loads... Awful group of people. <laughs> I'm messing <laughs> So loads of cultural impact, right, but yeah. I still don't understand it. But, you know, mm. there's things I'll take from this. And I, w- I would have loved to have seen them live. Imagine. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Imagine it. Yeah. It would have been amazing, wouldn't it? And like the lemon song, the bass tones, I will take a lot from it, mm. but I won't ever listen to it again. Oh, There's wow. something about it. Fair, fair enough. That I just oh. can't get behind. So there you go. Do you know they recorded it on tour in yeah, between concerts? Just That's pretty cool, isn't it? Hard workers. It was, that is mental. I saw something, I should have got the quote up because I'm, I'm going to butcher it now, but it was like one year like five continents or something yeah. stupid like nine countries or 13 countries like it was literally recorded all over the world yeah, yeah. it's amazing and it's just like just when they had a bit of time or this guy's studio and for that like it is it sounds amazing mm. Mm. it stands up with everything that you hear and like we wouldn't get good sounds like that now mm. and we've got all this digital equipment you yeah. know there's something about it something about the tones <clears throat> on the album and yeah, I, you know the intricacies. I can, like, listen to, like, a John Bonham, like, instructional how to play like him mm. and the intricacies of how he plays. And, like, his his kick patterns are, are beyond anything. Like, so Ringo's nowhere near that. No, no, Ringo, that. <laughs> Ringo isn't thinking about kick patterns no. like this. You know what I mean? This yeah. is unbelievable. Mm. But still, there's something in me that would rather listen to Ringo. I just it's think just even funny, the way it? it's like produced and mixed and everything, I think is it sounds so good for the time when it was. Mm, yeah, it does. It does, it does sound great. It sounds amazing. And it sounds it sounds like sonically on a different level than <laughs> Abbey Road, doesn't it? Very much. Yeah. Um, 
like and Abbey a lot Road. of the Beatles stuff. Well, I used to think, oh, it's quite heavy guitars on the back end of Abbey Road, mm. and there's quite heavy guitars on like I Want You, She's So Heavy, yeah. and that is true for the time. But this, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is another level yeah, of heavy, it's isn't just it? Distortion and, for days. Maybe it's a different style as well because I am into heavy metal, but probably not any 70s stuff not any 80s yeah. stuff more 90s 2000s mm. and so it's probably just a taste thing but for me wasn't that interesting a week I kind of found it hard to each their own but exactly. I just yeah. different strokes for different folks that's the one that's what they say that's and we are different folks very different folks <laughs> <laughs> thought we were similar Matt <laughs> been betrayed now listen no well there you go so let's take a break mm. recover <laughs> and then we're going to look at Imploding the Mirage by the Killers. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so we're going to compare the album. I'm going to start getting... The Mac was basically crashing, wasn't it? And then it suddenly went for it. And it's like, oh, we've got life. Like it's like, great, we're going to... <laughs> Maybe we'll just carry on for a minute. It's like the end of EastEnders, just where the drums come from nowhere. <laughs> it was a bit dramatic, wasn't it? Love it. Well, here we are. But here we are. No one experienced that except for us. <laughs> and they just have our bad run through of it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Imploding the Mirage by The Killers. And this is the sixth sixth studio album <laughs> by American rock band The Killers. Mm. Uh, it was released... Does anyone remember, before we go any when people thought The Killers were from the UK? Anyone remember that? Or am I just a bit old than everybody? No, he's thinking of us. But I was surprised to learn that they were from Las Vegas because I didn't know people could be born and live in Las Vegas. <laughs> I literally thought before... this it's was just that one like, strip. Yeah, when I was like 11 <laughs> and I heard that, I literally thought they were just like... It was just one strip with a few casinos. I didn't think there was like suburbs of Las Vegas. But yeah, there, is. there is. I thought Dubai was like that. There, yeah. That one street of just massive buildings is it not <laughs> no surprise wow behind it has other massive buildings yes yeah. <laughs> or their strips with other large buildings uh, well anyway yeah. this album uh, is the first without guitarist Dave Koenig or oh, mm. that's not right Koenig I think okay. is it uh, sorry for the bad pronunciation on that um, who hasn't been touring or recording with them since 2017 and so guitar parts were done by different people uh, bassist Mark Stoma. Uh, producer Jonathan Razzo, but some some good some good people here. Mm-hmm. Ready, um, Mark Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Mark In is fact. it Mark or Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on. Mark Thomas, sorry, of right. course it's Lindsay Buckingham, right? Fleetwood Mac. Wow, okay. I went Mark Thomas, <laughs> then <was> my <laughs> and Adam Granducelli. Oh, chill. Oh, my goodness. Did they just get the people with the most complicated Oh, names? my goodness. The guy from The War on Drugs. Uh, okay. Um, okay, well, The War on Drugs. Okay. Indie band. Right. No interest. Right, okay. But really good. So, a number of different guitarists. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is cool. That nobody's heard of, no. or I'm butchering the name to of. To summarise. Yeah, it's wonderful <laughs> that I went through all that just for you guys to go. Never well, Lindsay no, Buckingham. Never heard of them. Lindsay Buckingham's a great, great name to capture. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, even though I can't say his name. Sure. So there you go. Good old Mark. Yeah, and so uh, the band is planning a world tour, but something called COVID-19 has stopped that. Never heard of it. Me what? neither. Me neither. And so the band announced that they were recording uh, in 2019. 
and Brandon Flowers told Enemy. I like a bit of Brandon Flowers, you know. Mm. I think he's an interesting guy. Uh, that the band went to Utah to record part of the album, and it was where Flowers fell in love with music for the first time. Also saying that not at that time. So okay, I was going to say he <laughs> released several <laughs> songs and albums. So they went. They went back to the place they originally fell back in to love. the spiritual. Thing. I think okay. so. Gotcha. Um, and so they were talking about the synths there and how they use synths. And there's a a DNA in Utah mm. that has a lot of synthesizer music, but no no one ever knew did thing. I didn't. And so it's starting to creep in to the killers' music, and I think you can hear that Definitely. on this mm. album. What did we think of it, Grace? Let's go with you first. What did you think? Of the killer's latest album. Get the synths in the bin. Oh, Get on. them in the bin. Get the album in the bin. I think they should have stopped at Mr. Brightside. <laughs> this was garbage. I didn't write... Yes, I, 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 Stop I, at I, Mr. Brightside. I, you're, you're basically then condemning one of Matt's favourite songs ever. No, yeah, Sam's that's what, Town. No, that that's album. what I mean. That was the peak. Uh, but that's the second album, so don't say... But that's... <laughs> Not Hot Fuss. <laughs> 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 And their last album was great as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't synthy no. and stuff. But this, right. I didn't even write notes about this because I was so unimpressed. Right. I was so just, I was, it was stupid. Were you unimpressed or did you not prepare? I w- <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just thought. That was harsh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell you what, Chris, you mean to the woman you again. Can, <laughs> you can't I'm going to start collating it. You can't catch a break here. <laughs> Sorry, so you were that bored, you didn't write any notes. I that bored. didn't write notes because I can tell you what I'm going to say. It's garbage. I, there was not one song on there that I would listen to again. Boring. I Bore wish off. I could go back to school again and say, it was that boring, I didn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do the homework, wife. Was that boring? It's just boring. It's just the exact same as all other. Oh, no, I Is can't it? even... I think this is unfair. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's boring. They were so big and they were doing so well. And now what? They, They've mean, sold themselves. Can I just say they're still doing well? No, they shouldn't be. Not for this. I, do you know what? It's not the best album in the world. No. But I, sin- I think the synths are quite tasteful compared to the last week's album. Yeah, well, people can go heavier with it, can't they? It's all about taste again. They haven't got... <laughs> Where do the episode? <laughs> tasteful. <laughs> You know they haven't gone as heavy as they could, I agree. in the background a little bit. You know. But still. Right. We don't need to get all poppy and electronic. But Mr. And... Brightside was very poppy but back it w- in 2006. But it wasn't Somebody as... told me. Very poppy. But, it's disco almost. But it... No, it was... It was better. You could... It was catchy. These aren't catchy. I couldn't tell you a single lyric. I can't remember. It hasn't stuck in my head. Because it's garbage. Maybe it was poppy, but it was relevant. <laughs> this Maybe this just isn't that yeah, relevant. Yeah, it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of music people are listening to now anyway. Mm. Well, let's be honest. What do, what do people listen to nowadays? Patchwork by Passenger, everybody. Well, I think you're... A, right now. I don't think many people are listening to that compared to the amount of people in the world. Unfortunately, yeah. Adam, what do you think? Um, so... Um, there are some songs on this album that are, are really good. Uh, My Own Soul's Warning, Diary you wrote Reed. Rome. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I can't say I've ever listened to Katie Lang, um, but she sounded really great mm. on, uh, on Lightning Fields. I thought this album. I thought this album was good, but yeah. however, so there's a however in mind. Uh, majority of their so- songs sound very samey. Mm-hmm. The Killers, and you were saying 
DNA. Yeah. A lot of their songs sound the same as with previous albums, even when Brandon Flowers tried to go solo and he yeah. had that song Crossfires or whatever it was. It sounds like that. That album, Brandon Flowers, The Kills, they've got a sound and it's not evolved, I would say, since the late 20, well, early 2010s. It, it's not really evolved. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just there's, that's their sound. So I think this album, I suppose, yes, it's not very relevant maybe, but you could say it's one for the fans. Fans of The Killers, people who followed them throughout their career are going to be like, yes, The Killers are back and it sounds like this and it's great mm-hmm. and I've missed it. So I think I think this is one for the fans. But I, I think it just doesn't it. sound like they put in a lot of effort. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, really... I'm, so, I bet they did. <laughs> the song Dying Breathe, I was getting bored of it. Oh, yeah, I felt like I was dying. But, I love that song. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Matt, you've been nothing but wrong this whole episode. Hold on. Do not Dying Breathe. <laughs> Do not start. Don't attack the man. Oh, yeah. It was getting boring. I was like, oh. But about two minutes in, about halfway through, it kicks in. It kicks in a bit more. Yeah, after two to... minutes. That's okay. It's called dynamic grease. No, that's you've got to, you've got to build to something, and it kicks in. It seems to get a bit louder. You can't build for two minutes. Has a really cool bridge, and something something changed in the song about two minutes in, and I really I really enjoyed it. And um, they've got a good way of writing this anthemic, almost sounding songs, big synths, like we've mentioned. Like it's not they're not anthems anymore, but but they sound quite. Anthemic. And you're yeah, not, it's a bit you're of a not belting sound. any of them out though, are you? No, not yet. But I don't think anyone was belting out Mr. Brightside for the first uh, couple, d- not for the first couple of years. <laughs> but then I think a few drunk people at a wedding and all of a sudden it's a bop. <laughs> I think that's it's a bop now. Everyone's belting out really even not. now. <laughs> I'm really not selling the show. It's drunk people at the wedding. Can I say Go on. the the last killer's album mm. was fire. I know you won't believe me, but it was. <laughs> I don't honestly. know what the last killer's album was. It was called Wonderful Wonderful. Right. The song Wonderful, Wonderful was amazing. It's like a big builder. It's amazing. It's got a song called The Man. Feels new confidence for nice. the day Ooh. ahead. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. It's got this song called Rut on it. It makes me cry. Ooh. And that's the top three. I can't imagine much makes you cry. This does. But <laughs> honestly. Art. Art makes him cry. Play it now. I will play it now. Let's see Here we go. Tears. Like, you won't hear this, but here it is. We're just going to tell Kai. I mean, I'll probably cut these bits. It's also not doing anything. Maybe I should just stop recording. Don't give up on me. Because I'm just in a rut. This is already not the killer's vibes. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you've you got to give them more I mean, than 10 seconds. What are we in? Six seconds in? That piano is very killer's. Little synth in the background. It's very killers. It's about being in a rut. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been in a rut. Great drum big tom. <laughs> it's a big tom. And we've all we've been waiting for the big Tommy this whole time. Stop it. <laughs> Disgusting. We're we're basically gonna cut this out, so there's probably no point in listening to it. <laughs> Beautiful. It's got a song called Tyson versus Douglas about watching Mike Tyson for the first time. It's amazing. I will say, Matt, this is all well and good. This is the last album. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is Grace is like yeah. attacking. And you know what? This album isn't the best album. Mm. But the killers are okay. Yeah, no, I like the killers before I listen to this. 
This is why I was so disappointed. They've let me down. Okay. Why? Yeah. COVID should have just let it stop you. I thought you were going to say something else. Let it stop you. If the world goes into lockdown, killers, you don't have to bring out an album. You know Chill. who should have done that? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Taylor Swift should have. She should have gone. She's been in a rut for about 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. And she's not getting out of it. Hey, that was her getting out of her rut. By going back to what Did she you was before. Last album? That's disgraceful. It's not about getting out of it. No, I think I'm going to start again. Oh, I'm no. going to get out my rock. Uh, by... Go and listen to The Who. Off <laughs> you go. Right, let's move on. We don't need... <laughs> For some reason, it's turned into a fight every episode. Oh. <sighs> what talking about my generation. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. <laughs> Would you rather? Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. I feel like it's going to kick off. Grace, one word. Would you rather? The two word Led Zeppelin. I know, Zeppelin. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Led. Or the killers. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Okay, Adam? Led Zeppelin. Matt? Don't say the killers. I'm really tempted, to be you, honest. You know what? You do. Yeah, I mean. But you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably that's happening, but but only because you've been peer pressured. No, not peer pressured. <laughs> it's basically like I can see what they've done for the whole generation. Mm-hmm. Killers, oh, I can see what the killers do as well, to be honest. But it's not the same, is it? It's yeah. not the same cultural impact, really. The, their previous, so- I think they're more certain songs have had big changes, you know, big um, impacts on, on yeah individual singles. Yeah. But you just hear the first three notes of Mr. Brightside, and you're there. People Everyone are kicking loves off. People are kicking off. Yeah. In the best way. Okay, but, I'm yeah. picking the killers now. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm, Damn it. I'm not the killers, no, everyone hates Mr. Brightside. Why are, you, why are you playing that Uno reverse card? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, if you're asking me who do I prefer, Led Zeppelin or the killers, mm. I prefer the killers. Okay. That's the way but it goes. But based on these albums. But based on these albums, yeah. I probably would chuck both of them straight into my recycle bin on my computer. Wow. wow. Yeah, I probably don't. I'm not interested in this. I'm a convert. Though. I'm going to start listening to Led Zeppelin, you know? Led Zeppelin 4. It's the yeah. one. It's the one. It is the one. And that's the thing. Don't know what happened to really Led Zeppelin great. 3. The Led Zeppelin 4. No, that is great. Shall we... So there we go. We've... Would you rather... Would you rather... Uh, that's a word. Uh, let's do some ratings mm. for the Led Zeppelin. Um, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going 1.5. As... Whoa. That is the lowest you've given I so know. far. Are you messing? I hated this more than anything else. Are you Whoa. messing? No, more you're than, having it. No. More than Tommy. Right. Do you know we listened to the I, clash I last did, week? Actually, right. No, I did give Tommy. Clash were good. Not compared to the. I did. Well, we listened to John Lennon. You crapped all over it. So, <laughs> well, do you know what? I did give Tommy a two. Yeah. So I can't give it a one point five. That's too too I? many. <laughs> I looked at that today. You gave it a zero point five. Yeah, and so I'm generous. <laughs> no, let's change it then. I'll give it a two point six. <laughs> we're not related anymore. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. 2.6. Grace? I'm giving it a 4. I'm going 4. Kelly didn't love it that much. No! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't given out a single 5. I refuse to give out a single 5 this yeah. early. Right. Okay. Oh, this early. I thought you... Oh. I was going to say, like, you kind of... If you don't give one out at all, we're all just rated by <laughs> oh, yeah. 4. Well, no, this early on. Uh, for me, it's going to be a 4.9. Oh. Wow. Wow-y. I don't know what, what it does that makes it miss out on a five. Um, but yeah, 4.9. 4. 
Wow. It definitely doesn't have the special sauce you've been talking about. It like definitely doesn't. Like last week's doesn't. album. Like last week's album. Oh. For some people. Yeah, for some people. Yeah, I don't think it has that special Led Zeppelin I mean? sauce. But but then there are moments where it's got, it's definitely got those secret ingredients. It's still amazing. Those secret blends of herbs and spices. But I mean, the thing is, Led Zeppelin 4 is a, is a 5. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get there. I don't know whether I'll give it a 5 when we get there, but in your ratings, that's, I mean, oh, yeah. teasers, but is this like just point one away from it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is that good. Mm. I get, but this is my nostalgia from like walking mm. to sixth form with, you know, all of it blasting and just playing it as loud I've as I could. I've got that deep testimony behind you. I've got that deep testimony. And you know what it is, really? Seductive vocals. Wow. That's what gets me. Wow. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, do you know what time it is? What time oh, what is it? What time 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 is it? It's quizzing time. Quizzing time, quizzing time. It's quizzing time. You know what I want to do? I kind of want to re- rewrite that, but in a Led Zeppelin style. And just have the maddest drum solo go on for 20 I'll, minutes. I'll be having a week off that week. Beautiful. <laughs> Quizzing time? Okay. Uh, you know how it goes. I'm going to ask you a question. you got to kind of work out the answer. We all Can you sell it to now. us, please? Can you do like your talk show host voice? Who is it? That was... Uh, <laughs> now, the first question is not going to be the typical one. So normally I ask you, how many do you think you could name? And you kind of bet off against each other. Uh-huh. The first one, uh, I just want you to write it down. Uh, and I'll ask you kind of like what we did last week. Great. Um, Brilliant. Just just the first one. The other two are going to be the normal style, but, you know, it's kind okay. of coming up. Finding it difficult to come up with those questions. <laughs> so, question number one. Here we go. The Beatles. Are... Oh, as if... Are oh, you messing? My... Are you actually having a laugh? Thank you, Grace. Get him out. I will, oh, I will mute your mic. Calm <laughs> yourself down. <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> I love it. The Beatles. You knew, you knew what you were signing up you for. Knew. The Beatles have had the most Christmas is, number one. Is this actually a Beatles question? This is a joke. <laughs> this is an absolute joke. <laughs> Can I finish the question? <laughs> should we go? Should we do a Beatles podcast? I think we should. <laughs> the Beatles <laughs> have had the most Christmas number ones out of anyone. Really? Yeah. Wow. But how many did they have? I'm going to give you... Can I have some clarification? Yeah. By the Beatles, do we mean like as a collective? So as like a collective. John had one, oh, Paul had one. No, no, no. Not just the Beatles. Just the Beatles, right, the group. Okay. So the Beatles, the group, not John Lennon solo, Paul McCartney solo. I mean, Bingo definitely didn't have any. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right, Because they will be tossed. Matt, are you ready? No, yeah, answer? I'm ready. Grace, we're going to come to you first. Uh, How... <laughs> Matt, what were you going to say? Well, yes, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) You're not edging off against each other. Just eight. Okay. Matt? (laughs) They only were going for seven and a half years, which you knew. (laughs) So, how many Christmases were there if they were only going for. Can they not do two at a time? What? (laughs) This is a fix. I'm sorry, I'm going to take this quiz. I'm going to take this quiz out. (laughs) What? You're going to edit it yourself? (laughs) Forever. If you want to start editing it, please feel free. Um, I'm going to go well I don't know but I thought it went for four 
Cloud four. <laughs> I um, it's not a thing. For your ass. It's um, just a bit of common sense, though, isn't it? They it's know. a bit of... <laughs> oh. They had four, and they were, like, back-to-back, three of them or something like that, so... Oh. And they stopped doing them eventually. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, this one is, again, the normal one. You're betting off against each other. Mm-hmm. So. That's so funny that you just went out I <laughs> I have never been more human. Uh, you have last week. Anyway. <laughs> The wonderful thing about music is that it is sometimes a collaborative effort. The Beatles. Oh, <laughs> so what I'm asking you is how many musical duos can you name? Now they can for clarification. Oh my gosh, what? They can be writing partnerships. So one of them may what? not necessarily have been a singer or, or two singers like a band and maybe family. Just a bit of a hint. What? So you know what I'm saying? So musical and it doesn't just More have to be... More than one person. So yeah, so so if you've got a band, I mean, I can't. No, 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 no. Duos, two people, duo, dos, two. I couldn't. Deuce, (laughs) two people, musical partnerships. So so such and such, you know, they often go by a surname. Really trying to help you with this, Grace. They could be brothers, maybe. It's a real big clue. You know, they could be friends who met in a church. <laughs> Real big clue. <laughs> Literally can't make this one simple. There's right. loads of them. Right down, John and Paul. <laughs> right, right. But they're as, in the band. As, yes, but they were known as the songwriting partnership, Lennon and McCartney. They were the... But, but also, you can go for like a duo like... Um, you want to give one away? So, for example... Go on. Bonnie Vare and Taylor Swift has a song, Exile. We can go for that. Oh, because that's what? a feature. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's a feature, so I'm going to say no. So not features. I mean, literally, like, they were a duo. This is throughout, not Maybe not throughout the majority of their, their career, but they were, you know, they were known to be working in a partnership. There, but they there can are be part of a band. They can be part of a band. So obviously, Lennon and McCartney were part of a foursome, but the majority of the Beatles songs were written... Like ninety nine percent of them were written by Lennon and McCartney. But you will accept because you know Octopus's Garden. You'll accept George and Ringo. No, because it doesn't. Because that they did like one song. I mean, but that is a song. How many do they have to get? And like I said, they can be brothers. How many brothers are there? In the world? I mean, there's one I can think of. Well, I'm glad you can think of them, Quizmaster. Anyway, Matt, we'll come to you first. <laughs> How many songwriting duos? Oh, mate. I think you're going to murder me, you know. Um, I'm going to go with three. Okay. Four. Okay. Five. Wow. I'm done. <laughs> I've, I've got one written down. i got six written down. Wow. Okay. I'll do five. Is the one you've got written down John and Paul? Yeah. <laughs> so so who's... what? How many have you said? I'm saying five. I'm five? saying five. No, we, you're done? I mean, Matt's saying fair. Okay. Yeah. Now, by the way, if you've got the ones from ABBA, I'll be amazed. Oh, I don't know the names. Okay. Now, uh, go uh, ahead. John and Paul. Yes. Simon and Garfunkel. There we go. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> now, I'd, now, Bono in the Edge. They did. They just did. Yeah, yeah, they wrote that, songs yeah, together. Yeah, I'll give you that, give you that. Now, we've just been talking about them, but Jimmy Page and Robert Plant wrote songs together. They were, they were. Yeah, so there's four. Now, my last two are a little bit Look suspect. Here we go. I might not give you it. 
Do I go? I want to remind you about the. Beyonce. The 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 hero. The hero. <laughs> <laughs> the so human. when you're thinking about yeah, I know. Well, some slack well the last two I have what I got done out of it exactly so I'm like keep that up alright oh, right. so let's be on alright Christmas tree come on <laughs> <laughs> right I don't, if I don't know their names that's okay isn't it? no what are you talking about <laughs> like, if I know, that's the point well, no, listen, I mean listen, that's right. the point it doesn't, of the quiz but go on if I know their band name and there's only two of them in it no. then it no. counts wait hold oh, on depends what, you, what it is what is it uh, well, I don't want to get... No, no, go on, say it, say it. The Proclaimers? No. What are you... Hey! Come on. There's two brothers? No, it doesn't get count. Him, Why? If you were going to say the Everly brothers, <laughs> yes, because they're the Everlys. Get it makes him. sense. But, so, but that doesn't count But they're now. not... No, that doesn't count now. Okay, well, this leaves me my last one. No, he's done. No, I'm not... I asked. I, I, I asked. I haven't had that mercy in the past. I haven't had that mercy in the past. Simmer down. I kind of want to just not let him have it because I want to go to the tiebreak. But I asked. Yeah, no. We can go to the tiebreak. When I said Justin Timberlake, you said no, you're out. That is the rule that we have. That is the rule. I asked you. There's been no mercy. I asked you. I don't remember. I was not present. You were. Matt, you have to answer it. Right, can I just say the only problem with this is, right? We're recording it, yeah. so I can go back and show you yeah, where you said it. All right, Richard Nixon recording everything. My last one <laughs> is... was nice, but we don't care. I mean, do you know what? I'm not going to get it anyway. I don't think it's going to be right, but go on. <laughs> Robson and Jerome. No, that's, they didn't write anything. They just did covers. <laughs> Mate, Robson and Jerome, they just did covers. If you'd have had the Righteous Brothers. Uh, are you sure they only did covers? They only did covers. They didn't write a single damn Right, thing. do I get that point? <sighs> yes. Woo! So what I'm, I'm checking this. Some uh, some options. So you could have had um, uh, Elton John and Bernie Taupin. That was one we talked about. Remember when we did Yellow Brick Road? Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Uh, Benny Anderson and Bjorn Ulvus from ABBA. Um, the Everly Brothers. Uh, I was thinking, I don't know whether, if you're a Disney fan, the Sherman Brothers. Just a shout out to Disney Plus. There is a documentary on the Sherman Brothers. Very, very good. They wrote pretty much every Disney song that you can think of from back in the day. They wrote all the songs from Mary Poppins. I'd like very to good. confirm uh, that um, Robson and Jerome did not write their own material. No, they didn't. <laughs> but they did go six times platinum. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. With their were they an early, I think they were an early Simon Cowell acquisition, mm, I think. I don't know. Um, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Uh, Niall Rogers and Bernard Edwards, Robbie Williams and Guy Chambers, you know, a lot of things that you could have said. Musical partnerships. Anyway, pointless. Guys, we're here for the non-musical tiebreaker. You can't just keep kicking off to get your own way. Do you love a kickoff? I've got to. The amount you kick off at me. Matt, you love a kickoff as well. You're not cleaning this. Don't. Use a whole kickoff. Use a turning into a kickoff. Oh. Get the violins out. Get, get the poor woman a violin. Ooh, hey, whoa. I'm not sure that should stick as a nickname. It's got misogynistic overtones. Well, stop saying it then. The woman. Guys, today, before recording, I went to, and this is a bit oh, of a hint, damn. a lovely fast food oh, that actually restaurant. Wow, look at you. It's a lovely fast food restaurant. Now, this is going to be... UK only. Oh, what? Yeah. Because you've been to America, Grace, and you'd have an upper hand in this. <laughs> and so have you, Matt, actually. Forget about that. So, I ah, I'm not having eh. it. Now, they can be an American brand, but as long as they've got a store... They exist in the UK. As long as they have a brick-and-mortar store in the UK, <laughs> I'm okay with it. So, 
fast yeah. can food. I, can I just clarify something? Yes, you can. Fast food is somewhere where you go in to get food, you come out within 15 minutes. Well, KFC sometimes, right. you know, they can't manage that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know I mean, if we should live on. Some branches may vary. Be, be KFC, not, please sponsor us. You, know, you know what I'm saying, though? You go in. Um, yeah, just that food that is prepared fast. I might give a little leeway in this. Right. If you can take it away. Great. If there's a takeaway option, that is more what I mean. But not like Nando's, because you can take that away. Not like Nando's. No, I'm going to say not like Nando's. Not like Nando's. Not like, Nando's is a, is a sit-in restaurant. Where right. they give it to you on a plastic tray. Sure. No, no, mm. no. What restaurant? I've got some. Gives well, it to you. I think he's got well, a pizza place that might... Oh yeah, mm. or a pizza box. I don't, but thank you. Oh, Adam, sorry. Shut I think up. if you can, if you can take it away, if you've got the option where they can deliver it to you. Yeah. Okay. Or you can take it away. You've got that option. Don't be naming stuff off every single Bold Street you. place. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm well, within reason. Don't be saying some like, you know, yeah. oh the chippy on Egbeth Road. Yeah, that doesn't count. I wasn't going to say chippy, okay. but I was going to say the Indian on Oak no. Street. No, I wasn't. No. Really. <laughs> so. I'm going to give you 10 seconds and then we're going to come to you, Grace, and ask you how many that you think you can name. Okay. Wonderful. I feel like I'm going to be really disappointed in myself. Possibly. <laughs> I'm already disappointed. I'm just saying I can look over my shoulder. Okay. You've got a long old list. So, Grace. This ain't my first rodeo. You know that. Grace, how many can you name, do you think? Six. Six. Going in strong. Seven. Going in high. Seven. Eight. Ten. Straight to ten. Eleven. Double digits. He's counting. Quiet in the crowd. Twelve. Twelve. Seven. Right. Go on then. Easy. Name those twelve. McDonald's. Ding. KFC. Ring a ding. Taco Bell. Ring a ding ding. Stop that right now. I've got no way to go from that. Subway. Yes. Good eggs. Yes. Oh, I right. Didn't think of that. That's a it's sneaky one, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Well, sayers. <laughs> right. I'm gonna find out if they. If your next one is Palm Bakery, I'm I'm thinking enough. <laughs> <laughs> but can I just say they're all different? But right, but they are. Palm Bakery different. is owned by Greg's, so come on. Okay, fine. You're scared. But I've said sayers. That isn't sayers and Greg's. You got them. Um, don't say Hamptons either. <laughs> Burger King. Yes. Five Guys. Yes. Domino's. Yes. Pizza Hut. Yes. That's Papa John's. Papa John's, yes. So I've got ten. That's ten. Now I've got two that... You've got two more than you need. What? I just want to say that Greg's established themselves as a bakery. <laughs> but it's a takeaway. It's a-, it's a takeaway fast food. It is fast food, isn't it? <sighs> It is fast food. By your stipulation, you're in and out within 15 minutes, or was that your stipulation? That was mine. That's why I Sorry. <laughs> now, we have this wonderful thing You can get out of plastic Liverpool tray, that was your thing. Called Just Wings. Now, that's fast food. You said delivery, pal. Yeah, but... I'm playing by your rules. Don't, can, right, can, don't dare make the rules and get, then say... Right, how many... But they're not like... They're not a franchise. What are you talking Maybe I should have said franchise. franchise. Well, can I just say, right... Well, I don't think you can. Right, but that rule wasn't a rule. So I mean, it's a bit awkward because someone has to win this. So, oh, I'll, yeah. so I'll carry on. <laughs> so someone has to win. So make your rules clear because I'm playing within your I rules. I don't think and then just wings. Adam, I'm going to leave it to you because you're wise and you... you don't blow me you. up. Don't do that. Right. It's ugly colour on you. <laughs> I'm going... I take payments. Wimpy. 
Yes. I mean, one exists, I think, in the in mm-hmm. the UK, and it's in Birkenhead. Mm-hmm. But yes. Okay, wouldn't yeah. be I'll let you off. Now, there's there's a place down in by London. <laughs> when you started with now, <laughs> now there's now. a place. There's a place that does chicken down by London that all the evangelical Christians, oh no, not the evangelical Christians, all the people who weren't were kicking off because they supported abortion. You know what? You know them? No, no. Do you know them? Yeah. What's their name? But, but go on. Well, then it doesn't oh. count. No, go on. It does great chicken. Name it. Name it. I think I know what you mean, but name he it. He doesn't know. Do you not know the name? I'm not going to give I you the know, name. No, I do know the name <laughs> of it. defeats the whole purpose. If I give you the, uh, the postcode. It's... No. <laughs> As if you know the postcode. Hey, <laughs> give him a countdown. I think I have to rush you for okay. an answer within 10 seconds, please. Ten. Oh, I can smell victory. Shut up. You've done nothing to deserve it. Hey, she's out bargained you. Out bartered you. Spell it. you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. No when taste it on the tip of my tongue. Matt, I'm gonna need an answer in five. Four three. Ooh. Oh Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme Matt the Dash in the bin. Oh I, I would have also accepted Dunkin' Donuts because there are some Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. Uh, uh Baskin Robbins, uh, there's some of them around. Um, what was the chicken plate I was talking about? Were you thinking Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Is definitely. there one in the UK? Is there a Chick-fil-A? Yeah, down south. No way. There's only one on What's she order? Fish fillet. Yeah. Um, but there you go. I think Matt has. Wow. But this is it now. Five one. I thought it was six one. I don't one. want to talk about it. From last. Well, no, you've used it appalling last week. I, know, I thought I was on five before we stopped. I'll go five one now. <laughs> I'm gonna say five. Who's really keeping score? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whitewash almost at this point. So I mean, hey, slow and steady. I've been saying this from the beginning. Nice. Tortoise in the hair. What do we learn? That you're that not the, very good at quizzes. <laughs> that the hair knew what trees were. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, I'll that, always go back to that. That takes us to the end. <laughs> it takes us to the end. Of quizzing time. Beautiful. What time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. Guys, do you want to know what next week's albums are? Always. Of course. We are going for Otis Blue. Otis Redding sings Soul. And Grace, I'd like a special update next week on Otis, on Otis. your dog. Mm. Pre-Otis mm. Otis. Pre-Otis Otis. Wow. It's Pro- like an Otisception. Can we call it <laughs> Protis? <laughs> mm. And we are going to compare it to songs for the general public. By the Lemon Twigs. What? Oh. Anyone ever heard the Lemon Twigs? No. Mm-hmm. They are... Lemon. L- lemon. Le- lemon. <laughs> lemon Twigs. I'm... <laughs> That's really me. I don't know. Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into... Well, I was into one of the songs of their last album, but it was a really good song. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to listening to this. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, why don't you subscribe to the podcast tell your friends about it you know subscribing and telling your friends is the best way that you can help uh, support this podcast you can follow us on Instagram at Elvanilo I'm at Matt Corny Music Grace yours is at Grace underscore Salmons and Adam 
at Adam Courtney 95 Brilliant. And please leave us a review on iTunes. If you've got the time, they really help as well. And next week, we are looking at Otis Blue, Otis Redding Sings Soul. Mm. That's a cool title. It's a good it? title. And Songs for the General Public by the Lemon Twigs. Strong title as well. It's pretty good, isn't mm. it? I like that. Yeah. It makes me think some of the other songs might not have been for the general mm. public. For a select year. Imagine that their like, um, recording company or whatever says, mm. right, you need to release some songs that are suitable for the general public. <laughs> and so there you go. Great. I'll have that. I reckon that must be where it comes from. I think so. So we look forward to speaking to you next week. We hope you have the best week ever mm. and we'll see you then.